Good morning. Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live, live from Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri. Travis Trell joining us from Brooklyn, New York. We've got Tommy the intern, Chris Gardner. He's the executive producer and joined live in studio by the St. Louis star himself, Mr. Benjamin Hockman of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. He's great with the headphones if you're watching I was, I was turning around to find an actual St. Louis star. <laughs> he or she was behind That's me. That's you, buddy. That is you. Welcome back, man. This is fun. This is fancy. Where is the camera I can look at so it's not the side view of my hook nose? Oh, it's that wow. one right there. Oh, there is a, yeah, if you just want to look into that oh, the whole no. time. Oh, uh, no. Let's, let's get into it. I mean, we're giving away two tickets to The Who today. Just share the stream. You can be part of that. We got the big comedy show show Thursday, but tonight, Benjamin, sports, how do you say it? Sports! <laughs> <laughs> He's back, baby. I know, He's big back. night, right? Cardinals He's Royals. This, this is, is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Interstate rivalry. Going down, KC. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a summer Clayton handball tournament. <laughs> Super excited about it. Benjamin Hockman, Game 6, Blues can close it out. We have so much to talk to you about. I want to get this out of the way right away because it, it really is super exciting yeah. for the area. You've been covering the Blues. You, you're, you're working your dream job, and you might get to see your St. Louis Blues move on to the, uh, the Stanley Cup Finals, and you have to stay somewhat objective. I, mean, I woke up at about 4 a.m. last night. I'm not even kidding. Uh, I woke up, and I had Gloria in my head. Uh, which Gloria. is probably a good sign. Gloria. Yes, absolutely. I like that. That's Angela next to me, but Gloria in my head. Angela, <laughs> your wife. Yes. 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 Um, I to say, you need to clarify that, yeah, my friend. Clarify. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, but uh, in all honesty, I look at it like this: we, in, as St. Louis humans, have mm -hmm. a, have uh, experienced so many awesome things, and then as regular humans living your life, you've experienced awesome things. You graduate from high school, it's probably a big deal. If you're a Jewish human like me, perhaps you're a bar mitzvah, big mm -hmm. deal, right? Um, if, if you're married, you mm -hmm. know, good mm -hmm. yes. um, uh, if, if You have to really get the huh in the l'chaim. Chaim. Yeah, mm -hmm. otherwise it just sounds like Liam. Yeah, mm -hmm. sorry. <laughs> who, who I think, who Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson. Anyway. Mm -hmm. um, lime scooters? Thank yeah. you. Thank There's you that also. There, yeah. Twist uh, of lime in your uh, club ah, soda. Like yeah. That. So okay. we, we have a we have experienced so many things in our regular life and in our sports life that are special. But mm -hmm. if it happens tonight, or in Game Seven at San Jose, it'll be something that we've never experienced—a new, a new experience, a new feeling—and it'll be shared with thousands and thousands of Hoosiers. <laughs> Benjamin, what is this? <laughs> Benjamin, what does this mean for this organization if they're able to win tonight? I think. We know what it means to the fans, but there are a lot of people, a lot of alums of this organization that have been through some very difficult times. What does it mean to the Bobby Plagers of the world? What does it mean to those who have been a part of this organization for such a long time? That's a great question and, and a good way of setting it up because I've covered all four professional sports in my career so far in numerous cities, and I've been around stadiums. I've been around franchises, and a lot of times – the past is just kind of like, I don't want to say forgotten, but it's just kind of like, whatever, like we're focused on the current team. And then maybe they'll trot out a dude like, oh, here he is, Harvey Grant. And he, you know, he waves or whatever. <laughs> but like the St. Louis Blues do an amazing job. And a lot of it is organic, too. Uh, the St. Louis Blues just do an amazing job of creating this culture of alumni. And like I said, like a lot of it's organic, just like someone like Jeff Brown deciding to stay in St. Louis and then become a great hockey mentor to the next generation of hockey players. Or, uh, and we see that all the time. And, and of course, having Holly here, having Chaser here, uh, having the aforementioned Bob Plager here, it's very special for the community. And then you look at the team itself, flying in guys when need be. It's just an amazing culture, but it's a culture that shares this one missing piece. And tonight, and of course, winning four games after that, uh, would be the, this missing piece. And so to answer your question, I mean, it's just beyond special. If you're the Blues tonight, you have to put them away. I mean, obviously yes. it's easier said than done, but considering how physical that last game was and how dominating the Blues were, knowing that the Sharks will likely be pretty shorthanded tonight, I like what do you think is the mindset going into this game, considering that you have them on the ropes, they are going to be without a couple of their better players, how important and what do you what do you think 
what do you think's going through their head going into this game tonight? Well, I wrote this actually in my column in the Post-Dispatch today. I'll share it with the listeners. Just the idea of like the St. Louis Blues, not for one second, can rest on a laurel from the previous mm-hmm. games or else they'll be resting on an airplane flying a long flight to San Jose for game seven. The idea is they have to approach this like the Sharks are going to play the best hockey they've ever faced all season. They have to have that mentality. They cannot be any letdown of like, oh, well, you know, even if they score first, we'll bounce back. We're at home. We've got the momentum, et cetera, et cetera. That's not how it works in a situation like this. Uh, You have to, and they say the word all the time, relentless. They have to be relentless. And um, we've even seen it on the the headline of, of, of game time. Jeff Jones and those yeah, guys in the headline was relentless the other day. It was or stay relentless, and it, and it's true that that is a word that the Blues must live up to tonight if they're going to put away a beleaguered but still talented San Jose team. Benjamin, what's it been like to deal with and watch what Jordan Benetton has done? It's it's surreal because it, it is about as much of a storybook situation as as we've seen in sports. And if they win the Stanley Cup, he's not that, nineteen. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see what that, you're saying. That, He's yeah. not a pro- it wasn't like this hockey prodigy that. Right. That. Um. Yeah. Um. If they win the Stanley Cup, or even if they make it to the finals, like at this point, I hope the national media, and I guess we're talking about Canada too, so the international media, approaches this like a Kurt Warner story. I mean, we're talking about a guy who, when the season began, was the fourth or fifth goalie in your organization. He, he was just some guy, mm. and. The way he's played from day one, getting a shutout at Philadelphia, and he, he's Kurt Warner, right? Mm-hmm. He, he takes over the team that was bad and becomes the best player and the inspiration and just never nervous and, and all, all, these, all these things. And Quotable in a ways. Very, yeah, yeah. <laughs> picks his phrases. <laughs> he picks, picks his, his words. Yeah, he's not giving you a ton, but when you, he does, it's, ah, give yep. me that. Uh, I mean, what a story. Now, again, of course, like, they could lose the next two games, and it's like, well, it was still a great, we, just a great run by Bennington. That was fun. But if they win, it just adds mm-hmm. to the storybook because there is this rare Kurt Warner aspect to the team. Travis, as a, as a now native New Yorker who has admonished <laughs> St. Louis and uh, spoke down about our cowtown ways and our love for quaint little things like hockey and baseball and toasted ravioli, uh, your thoughts Or as on... New Yorkers affectionately told me, uh, it's, uh, where are you from, boy, the country? Mm. No and way. I said, yeah, I'm from St. Louis. And they were like, so you're from the country. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> so, that, yeah. that's like, Nelly has done a lot for our city in numerous ways. But just being able to say, like, Nelly, like, gives sudden, like, it like gives him a red and mm. urban, like, like we're not rural. Like, but like, have you seen the Nelly videos? We're in a big city and we're at a club and we're having fun. This is clearly not the country that you're implying that I live in. Apparently, and, you've never been to Courtesy Diner. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, too, shout out to Benjamin mentioning the Nelly videos. I know Tip Drill is your favorite video oh, from BET's man. Uncut. Yes, I, uh, I, I, the, the, the credit card uh, situation. Is one of my favorites. I, call, I call it the credit card. In our family, we call Travis it the credit card bail. situation. Oh yeah, it, well, at it, it holidays and, and the like, and right, formal right. dinners. I'm anyway. not sure what this is. Can somebody? You'll be fine. We'll talk. You we'll don't need to know, Tommy. Tommy. You're too oh, young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, don't show Tommy. Oh, too young, but I can... yeah, Chris and I will we'll do a uh, Gardner and I will do a, uh, <laughs> a quick review. Of you're not going to have me Google it uh, on air? No, we only have, <laughs> we only have you Google uh, Lemon Party and the like uh, on air. That's, yeah. that's what we do here. Oh, meat spin. We did yeah. the meat spin the one day. Oh, no. Mm. Sorry, Benjamin. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, so, Travis, again, you're in New York. Uh, Benjamin uh, Hockman from the St. Louis Post is bad. She covers all kinds of sports, but he also uh, covers pop culture, and he's very not shy about bringing up how amazing his wife is. Oh. You, you've, you've brought something in tow with you today. Um, Travis, I just wanted to do this on air while you... Uh, oh, man, what's that? <laughs> well, this is Angela Hockman bakes cookies for people she cares about. She thought you'd be here. Oh, shame. Um, yeah, oh, no, she baked cookies for, for, the, for the group here, and I, and I just met uh, Tommy, so I gave him one. And uh, the I cookies are delicious, and I took a picture yes. of Gardner eating one, and yeah, that was actually 
funny enough, that photo is grosser than any tip drill reenactment mm. you could possibly do. Mm. Uh, but I texted that to Angela. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I've been crushing uh, belt loops. I think I deserve a. Uh, I think I deserve a cookie. Hey man, hold on. I think I might just eat it on air and crunch it into the microphone we, a little bit. We call bit. those country cookies, Travis. They're country oh, wow. cookies. <laughs> There's We're actually. There's oh wow they've somehow infused flaming hot Dorito nachos into it. Oh that's right. Oh, that 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 wow that flaming what a, hot Dorito Cheeto nacho thing. Look how yeah. close he is to the yeah. camera. Don't he's trying to smell the cookies. Should I try try and feed one to Travis? Oh my goodness. This is mm. Garden, can you feed me one? This smells like the pilot episode of Rocco's Modern Life. It smells so delightful. There's, oh, it's great. I'm going to enjoy this. They are this. incredibly I'm good. Gonna... You're really missing out, Travis. It's funny. Now, we had That's a situation nothing. on the old show, The Writer's mm. Block, that Chris mm -hmm. Gardner and I were a part of. Yes. And uh, I, I see how you're using the uh, microphone as a prop here to like pretend that Travis can smell it. And now you're making it. You're getting in close so you can hear the delicious eating of the cookies. Uh -huh. Well, we had a, we had a, um, a situation mm -hmm. where um, the gentleman, the, the guys on the, on, the, on the show found out my secret to why I smell so good, and that's yeah. because I wear Axe body spray, mm -hmm. and I, I wear it well. to be said. I wear it very well, and um, or a curve. Thank you. There was a time, Chris. It doesn't even hit your teeth. Huh? <laughs> what? Straight I down like a Steph Curry splash. I, I don't. I don't want to jump yeah. in. I'm not one for interrupting. You guys know me, uh, but I will say that uh, famed comedian. He was a producer on uh, the Real Kings of Comedy with Bernie Mac and Cedric the Entertainer. The great Darius Bradford, U City Finest, was in here yesterday with Stacey Static. I told him, "Hey, I've lost some weight," and he looked at me and he goes, "You know what? They said opioids." They're not all bad, huh? And he looked at me like that. And I was like, boy, that is the funniest thing I've heard in a really long time. So I got to, I gotta, you know, I got to enjoy it a little bit, maybe take down a cookie or two so people don't think I'm uh, on the uh, smack. Yeah. Adding Denman does opioids to the notes. <laughs> and uh, I got roasted nice. by a real pro mid-office day yesterday. It, wow. was, it was a proud moment. That Chris just learned about two weeks ago. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So here's what happened. I like how Max Chris body. is like, oh, yeah, I've known Darius for years. And Chris just, you literally thought he was the cab driver when he came into the studio for the first time. Because he had a flat cap. Oh, was it, wait, are we getting, was that the mad bus driver? Was that, is that who you're talking, what's going on here? Who I'll be opening up for in Seattle oh, no. later this summer. Oh, wow. Yeah. There it is. Sorry, the X body yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, The boys found out that I, I keep some in my car. Mm -hmm. Because you want to smell great you gotta, at you all gotta. times. And mm -hmm. like I know it's ridiculous. I know it's normally used by 15-year-old boys. Uh, but I like Axe Body mm. Spray. It's, 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 it, the whole point is just you spray mm -hmm. and you smell good. Why does that have to be a it's, generational it's thing? It's a good thing. And uh, yeah. I happen to have four cans of it in my car. Mm -hmm. Four different... I guess flavors, is that the phrase? I don't know mm -hmm. flavors. Scents. Yeah. Scents and, um, more. So on this show, Depends like on what you're using it for. I basically guess. The, the, on this show, uh, there was there was three funny guys and one serious guy. Mm -hmm. And basically the majority of the show was getting the serious guy to be frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> and this was a top-notch moment mm -hmm. because the other three of us, they brought, or I guess they had me bring in the Axe body mm -hmm. sprays. They forced me to. And, mm -hmm. I'm, and, uh, and I'm talking about it. I'm like, oh, for effect. Similar to eating the cookies, oh, so Chris no. can hear it, or excuse me, so Travis can hear it in New York. I was like, I'll spray the axe really close to the microphone yeah. so you can hear the. Mm. And we're all better for it. Yeah. And looking back on it, maybe I could have just used my mouth and done what I did right there. Yeah. And it would have been the same effect. However, no, I went all in. I sprayed the uh, the axe body spray into the microphone, and that was on like January 9th. On. April 18th, mm. it still smelled like yep. Axe Body Spray. Yeah. I'm talking about the following year. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. like, Can and confirm. Yeah, and, it, and That's every, amazing. All, the whole studio was used mm. by numerous shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it, uh, it, uh, it stuck around for a while. And even once in a while, mm. you get a little, a little taste even. Oh, oh. oh yeah. yeah. yeah a too, what? Travis, what did you spray into this mic I've been using? Because it's got a smell to it, too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Spray no. my kids. Oh, oh no! Oh, I yeah, buy no. myself. No. Uh, nope. Man. Where are you in Times Square? <laughs> oh wait, hold on. Yeah, hold on. He has a Gardner, Tell him where I'm at. Okay, tell him where I'm at. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Are you in uh, the Empire State Building? 
Ah, hmm. <laughs> oh, PFJs! PFJs. I don't know if you saw the uh, woven um, artwork in the background. I didn't. I was just being stupid like Michael Scott. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. <laughs> We've got Benjamin Hockman. He's from the Post-Dispatch in studio. Uh, Gardner, you have a movement that we actually have uh, sponsored. Hmm. Our friends at Getaway Carts believe oh, in the yeah. cart launch movement. Ben Hockman covers the Cardinals. He's doing all he can to like get... It. Away carts into the movement. <laughs> hashtag cart blanche, hashtag customized without limits. Check out getawaycarts.com. Say hello to Joe, another great small business yeah. stopping by and helping us out. Any headway on the uh, cart blanche infusion into the, the DeWitt's uh, budget? Well, I'll be honest. Thank no, you. Oh, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, I appreciate I've talked your to honesty. Chris about this numerous times. He has. Mm-hmm. He has an actual great idea. Yeah. A good looking logo. Numerous media people with following, not just myself, but like other people with big followings who are into this. However, he has no plan. Mm-hmm. There's no plan and no actual plan Correct. to accomplish any goal. Yes. Because as you say, what, it's a, it's a, it's a grassroots, organic. Grassroots, organic. It's just basically being prepared for when the time is right to really make the move. What's the move? I don't know. I only know when it appears. Okay. I only know <sighs> when it appears. Mm. And, is, is it going to appear to you in a, like a dream? Like, like, I don't want the Cardinals to get a cart right now. Explain. I want them to have one eventually, but they don't. Happier times. I want it to work. I want it, I don't, and I don't want there to be excuses for, and then, you know, just get rid of it because it didn't work out. Logistically, I think there are issues at the ballpark okay. that need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Such as? Such as they only have one wagon gate that's in right field. Yeah. This is real. And so... Where would, would, you're absolutely right. Where would the, how would, the, so, would they go to the wagon gate and then get right. in the car? Yeah, no, I'm so you got to open the gate. You got to get the cart drive. Like, so you got to go to the left field gap and get them. Mm-hmm. And then you got to go to that bullpen. And then so, like, are you saving time? Because there, there are logistic issues at the ballpark. And there are reasons you want the cart to speed up in a way. And I've had pitchers tell me that. But Norris... And Sean Doolittle both told me the same thing. Major leaguers who have ridden, is it ridden? Rodden. 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 Taking a ride yeah. in, in, a, in a bullpen cart, literally from a bullpen yeah. to a major league mound to pitch in a game. Um, I just feel like I've seen this, right? And yeah. I think you've seen it too. In uh, the old Seattle Mariners, didn't they have like a boat? They had a boat. Why can't I believe it's cart- pronounced Mariners. That's <laughs> how it is. Yes, yeah. thank you. I just. Thank you. Um, could we have something that's St. Louis-y? That's how I've always wanted it. I, I would like a specialized design with the cart to actually where the front is longer mm-hmm. and make it look like Clydesdales pulling them in. Oh, my God. That's how I would now do we're it. Talking. Why don't you just get a small <laughs> pony? Or why don't you, you get, get rescue get dogs? Clydesdale. Rescue dogs, put them in little Clydesdale outfits, and then you can adopt a dog each game. There Funny you that go. you said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I tweeted this uh, earlier this year and mm-hmm. got much angst. I said that the Budweiser Clydesdales are like St. Louis's Lil Sebastian. Nice. They are. And then people remember <laughs> and I love the how, that, how that ended up. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I just bye, mean bye, little Clydesdale. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I just meant in general, oh. uh, everyone in that show was enamored by Lil Sebastian and, and, the, hey, Adam, Scott's, and Adam Scott's <laughs> like, you, I don't know why. Because <laughs> <laughs> why? even uh, Ron... Ron Swanson, yeah. mm-hmm. even Ron Swanson. You almost said Burgundy, didn't you? No, I, I couldn't remember his. Dang. I was gonna say Nick Offerman. Yeah, right. uh, and then I said Ron. I couldn't remember his last name. Ron Burgundy. Uh-huh. Uh No, Ron Swanson. Even Ron Swanson. Well, he <laughs> liked <Giddy>. Little Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he would get. Yeah. One more time. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, wow! This is a, a fantastic appearance. Per usual, I have to do a quick thank you to Tech Electronics. Check out the website, techelectronics.com, systems, markets, services, tech cloud, careers, all of that's available on the website. They're uh, active on social media as well. Work smarter, feel safer, collaborate more effectively. There are countless advantages to migrating your system to the cloud. Learn more about Tech Cloud by contacting Tech Electronics today. They made this studio possible. We love working with them. And uh, they're big fans of Benjamin Hockman as well, so don't uh, forget that. I'm a big fan of Benjamin's pop culture knowledge, and we happen to have a big-time New York screenwriter on the horn right now. His name, Marvis Morell. He works for HBO, you said? Uh, I like to consider it Warner Media. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what your LinkedIn says anyway. No. Okay. We have a, a game, do we not, Gardner? Yeah, I wanted to play a game with Benjamin, and we've played it with others. Uh, recasting Call. Where recasting we, Call. Yeah. Okay. So we recast a movie or a television show, and then you choose from a pool of individuals or a group, whatever we choose that theme to be. Okay. So Benjamin, I know, is a huge fan of Seinfeld. Jerry, yes. Yes, yes. I am. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Yes. And also a big fan of 90s hip-hop. <laughs> Indeed. So yeah. I would like Benjamin and Travis, uh, you'll have to chime in here too because I'm not as well-versed in 90s hip-hop as both of you. Um, Want to recast Seinfeld. Okay. With 90s hip-hop stuff. What ho? <laughs> No, I, What's the deal with big I like butts that. that I cannot lie? <laughs> you didn't commit hard enough on that. Cannot lie. Yeah. You kind of faded. Because I knew that part wasn't going to be funny. But it was. All right. It was very good. I, I was going to say, I can only think of one person who might have an issue with the hip hop, but uh, whatever. We'll cast Kramer uh, accordingly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Uh, guys, it's recasting call Seinfeld 90s hip hop. Travis, do you want to lead this? Or do you want me to throw out main characters and then you guys comment? I figure we start from uh, lesser cast members and move our way up to the top. How about that? Let's do that. Uh, Benjamin Hockman, the way it's played, you take the hip-hop, you, you, you put it into Seinfeld, you make a delicious mashup, and we mm -hmm. all are better for it. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right, let's do this. If you guys want to comment in the uh, Facebook Live feed as well, feel free. Uh, man, the cookie was so good. Oh, that's good to hear. It was, it was like cookie. it was soul, like it was warm, but uh -huh. it was not, and it was soul grabbing in the best way possible. Soul grabbing. It was, just, it was. It was so amazing. One of the best cookies I've had in a very long I time. I was gonna oh. say, yeah, and it's one of those two where like I didn't feel like it was activating any kind of weird blood sugar thing. So Travis, you would have been able to eat it just fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's great to hear. Yeah, it is. Uh, Seinfeld, big time '90s sitcom. Again, Travis Trell said it was better than Martin. Uh, Travis, do you want to start us off? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm willing to no, give it a go. <laughs> um, uh, of course, the great soup Nazi. Who would oh. you have casted for the great soup Nazi? That's a good one. Mm -hmm. uh, the soup Nazi was very intense. Oh, I have it. I got it. Memorable. Okay. I mean, yeah, barely I any screen time. I can see DMX. I knew it. As a soup Nazi, <laughs> no soup for you. As soon as you said intense, am I always going DMX? Right. Molokka, Tony. Yeah. Oh, you want a mushroom? Next. That's good. That's really good. I had. A, I went with uh, uh, Wu Tang's greatest old dirty bastard as oh, my soup yeah. Nazi. Yeah, that would be good as well. ODB in the place to be. Uh, that's that's certainly a, a very nice choice. Uh, I I don't think I can beat uh, DMX. That's that's fantastic. What about um like David Putty? What about like Putty? Oh, who <laughs> Putty? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, it, it, so he was. He the was mere good. mention of a character has us all cackling. Mm -hmm. That's how good he was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, he he wore he wore the eight ball jackets yeah. at the end, and he goes, "Got a question?" Mm -hmm. Talks the eight ball. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. I feel like the eight ball jacket was actually worn uh, in hip hop culture in the nineteen nineties. Sure. Yeah. However, it uh, I don't remember exactly uh, who would be wearing the jacket. Right. Um, but for David Putty. I, I think we could. I think we could go with. Um, I think we'll go with uh, Big Punisher. Oh, okay. Ooh, big pud, big gotcha. Pud, big Punisher. Mm-hmm. Big Punisher. Big Pud. Big Pud. There it is. There. Big Pud. Took me a minute. <laughs> Took me a minute, but I figured it out. Big Pud. I uh, I like that. That's a that's a great start. Um, I'm thinking uh, Mark Morrison of uh, Return of the Mac fame. Ooh. He was uh, he was a big guy. He was ready to party. He was out there. He had. Uh, a hit that we all remembered, but it wasn't uh, whatever. Putty had several appearances, but he sure. wasn't a giant star. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go with Mark Morrison. Why not? Do you remember that? Uh, I'm sure you do. Ron Gant of the Cardinals was injured, came back, and changed his walk-up song upon his return to Return of the Mac. Return <laughs> wow. of the Mac. Return of the Mac. And then he popped out to shallow left. <laughs> <laughs> 
boy, he had some big Hoffman arms. is a real historian. He is a real historian. <laughs> he truly is. Then him and Tony Larusa argued. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> and then we all thought, surely a man who's 270 pounds with no body fat is all natural, right? right yeah. Cover of Sports Illustrated with Mark uh, McGuire. <laughs> uh, Travis, you got one for Putty? Putty, I go in with iced tea. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. Somewhat intimidating, yeah. you know, right? Yeah. Good he was very out there, very out of the box. Yes. And Ice T in the early 90s hip hop was very outside the box. That's can, good. Can I? his Law and Order character. Yeah. You like his Law and Order yeah. character. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, a lot of order. people do. Uh, yeah. Who would Tone Loke play? Who we'll reverse engineer this one. Play? We've got. I'm bringing an actor to the table, a hip hop yeah. artist to replace. Sure. Who do you guys like Tone Loke as? I like him as Jay Peterman. Cold Peterman. Travis, are you cool with that? Because I think his tone looked like he was he was goofy. Also had some acting chops. He was at Ace Ventura, right? Oh I my mean, gosh, yeah. he could uh, he could get in there and he could kind of direct the way things would go. Are you all right with that one, Travis? I'm fine with that one. That's not too bad at all. I would. Um... I would rather Tone Loke play um, Jerry Stiller, George's father. Oh, um, wow. Because Tone Loke was just so... <laughs> Tone this Loke. is the 80s, and Loke is down with the ladies. Jerry! <laughs> who, who would you have play uh, the father? Oh, George's man. father. That is uh, a great that's question. A good one. Oh, wow. It would have to... Oh, Buster Rhymes, maybe? Just someone okay. like someone that's oh. like sporadic and loud, but, but like kind that. of quirky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, B- Buster Rhymes. What about... What can we do with George's mother? Okay. Um, what can we do with George's mother? Can Queen we... Latifah will be playing four roles on the show. <laughs> 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 they did that on Saturday as, Night As we Live. read out a 90s female rapper. Yeah, yeah, they did Salt that with Carrie, Carrie Washington. Yeah. Remember that on Saturday Night Live? Oh. She, she's like, I'm Oprah. I'm, I'm the show. <laughs> she's like, I hate this. I hate this. We have nobody else on this, on this cast that can do this. And uh, then they hired uh, Leslie Jones and another actress. That's true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, they did, literally. That was, yeah. Yeah, I know. That was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, who would play Estelle Costanza? What 90s rapper would play Estelle Costanza? I'm going to I'm gonna throw you guys a curveball, and I know he's he's maybe more 80s, but uh, Flava Flav. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna hold on to the time honored tradition of uh, of black actors play men playing uh-huh. uh, women Let's in, do it. in these things. And he's got the he's got the aesthetic. He could be great. At we'll it. go Medea on this. Okay, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Okay. Travis. Oh, I thought there'd be pushback. Let, okay. No, no, I'm game with that. Let's let's move up to uh, to some of the bigger cast members. Uh, how, who do we have for Newman? <laughs> I already used big pun. Fat Joe. Yeah, Fat, yeah, Joe. Fat Joe. Fat Joe. Fat Joe. Yeah. He's part of the. Uh, he's part of the Jaw Rule crew, or was right. So like, I always, I always thought they were kind of annoying. And Newman, he's a great annoyer. So I always thought about this. Is this is this is perfect? I'm on a live show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I once, one time, had a thought that mm-hmm. could be funny, and instead of like practicing it and talking to other people, I'm just gonna say it live and mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah. Would this be funny? A sketch, not not sign, but just a sketch of families. DMX's family and Ja Rule's family mm-hmm. just screaming at each other during dinner. <laughs> Pass the bread! <laughs> Travis? Ah. Rue, baby! Rue, baby! <laughs> Salt and pepper! Pass the bread! Where would I be without my butter? <laughs> so I think we figured out. That's a win. The answer is yes. Yeah. I hope Lauren Michaels is tuning in. Oh, no. You're in New York. Have you seen him? Oh, no. Hello, hello Travis. This is straight out of the office. I think I just saw Lauren Michaels over there. Oh. That was... That was that same episode. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tina Fey. And act, they got Conan O'Brien to be on there. So he walks so up. Good. And then the, the cameraman tells him, you're telling me while I was chasing the fake Tina Fey? Conan O'Brien walked up? <laughs> <laughs> Sparrows! So good. Uh, Triangle Assassin oh. in the comments letting us know that the whitest guy in St. Louis <laughs> is now 
Rick casting the widest show in history aside <laughs> from Friends, and he just wanted to make people aware of oh, it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. Mad About You, however, is in the run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. no. No, 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 no. What? Uh, I just heard uh, your girl Lisa Kudrow on a podcast, and she was say she had a dual role. Like her, she played her sister on Friends. Travis, you're the Friends yeah, expert. Yeah. Correct me on this. She played her twin. But she also, what, Ursula was a character on Mad About You as well. Uh, I look at it like this. I don't don't know about that, but looking back on those shows, it was as if there were 18 actors and actresses in a building, the NBC building. And they said, all right, we need a tall man. And they get that guy. And they oh, we need like a curly hair. And they get Deborah Messing. Like, and because they were on all the same shows. Yeah. Like Deborah Messing was on like four or five. And same, same with the, so I think that's what, what happened. Uh, that had to be what happened. Yeah, that makes sense. So we got Fat Joe for Newman. Is that correct? Yeah, I'll take that. Travis? I had Sir Mix-a-Lot. Oh, nice. Yeah. That'd be fun, too, because I, I think positively about Sir Mix-a-Lot. I'd like to have him on the cast. Yeah, agreed. In some regard. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about... um, Well, let's move on to that then. You want to move on to uh, the main cast? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm saying I would like to have Mix-A-Lot on our show in some capacity. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one more more kind of side character, and then we can get to the main one. Okay. I kind of wanted to know about Tim Watley. Ooh, Dr. Tim Watley. Big shoes Dentist to fill. Stars. Yeah, big shoes to fill. Brian Cranston. Yeah. Arguably, I mean, he may, uh, him and Julia Louis Dreyfus are up there. Like, are they, who was the most talented actor on that show? Oh, great Maybe question. Maybe Seinfeld. Maybe great him. Oh. <laughs> I'm not really an actor. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, wow. So who will play Tim Watley, mm-hmm. who, of course, <laughs> converted to Judaism. Is there a Jewish rapper? For the, For joke. the joke. I was thinking about well, the Beastie Boys. I was going to okay. say, is it, are we, okay. how meta, okay. how meta I like is that. it? I like that. <laughs> to take a Jewish rap group and infuse them into a very Jewish show. I think it's great. I love it. I think, King Ad Rock. I, I, Travis, I don't think you could argue with this. No, I'm with uh, Hockman on that one. I'm going with Beastie Boys as well. The only other all Jewish of rap, all of them. All There's of any of them. Well, yes. I can only do two of them now. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 um, there are there are only two groups of Jewish rappers in the 1990s. There was, of course, the Beastie Boys, mm-hmm. and then there was uh, from 1990s song 1999's song White Lightning. There uh-huh. was the Hooch. I was going to ask about the oh, Hooch. Yeah. Was yeah. he part of the Bagel Boys? He was. He was part oh, of the my. Bagel Boys, the gang in Clayton, Missouri. Uh-huh. He oh, persevered, no. grew out of it, and became a rapper in Columbia, Missouri, performing White Lightning in room 312 at the Sigma Nu Fraternity oh, House. And uh, guess what? You're now looking at the hooch. The oh. hooch is here. How the did, hooch? How did White Lightning go? White Lightning. That's all I can remember. Okay. Yeah. White Lightning. Yeah. Was this before or after you and the great Tim Convey were uh, spinning discs at uh, by Georgia's? Oh, it was. It was before. It was in my early days. Oh, okay. My oh. early days. I, I remember I had a rapper like. Like I, you know what I can't remember the lyrics at this moment, but I remember there's something that rat rhymed uh, uh, Ozzy Smith like Ozzy Smith. I'm number one. <laughs> Ozzy Smith was a baseball player. Tommy, I just want to make sure. Yeah. But I, was, I, know. Oh, oh. I know. Oh, you have season tickets. That's yeah. right. Okay. Season tickets. Hey, you. I. Uh, Tarasenko. Is that right? Tarasenko. Okay. <laughs> These are the kind of sports questions Tommy has. You're kind of like my, my wife, Angela's mom, who, who takes the blues players and just mixes them. She's like, ah, Tareko. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, real quick, if I could here. Hey, bro, you better know there's a line you don't cross. I like Tony Danza, I'll show the hex the boss. I'm a Caucasian sensational infiltration of this rap game's pontification. I'm not notorious nor am I glorious. I'm just here to make the club uproarious. Okay. White lightning. White lightning. <laughs> there you go. Wow. There's white lightning. You found old white lightning. Now, to be fair, that was that was tough because I had to do it over the beat to NHLPA 93 yes. from Sega Genesis. Yes. Not the normal beat, which was any Cash Money Records beat I would steal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You better know there's a line I don't cross. I like Tony Dennis, so the heck's the boss. Travis, is this translating? <laughs> is this translating? Tra- call call an ambulance to Brooklyn. Travis has had a heart attack. <laughs> oh, oh my. I'm dancing, I'm dancing, yo. I'm oh. I'm going, so stop me, yo. Because I'm a hooch, what you see is what you get. 
And I'm not, you know what? A lot of these lyrics, as I'm thinking it through, not ready for radio. <laughs> what you see is what you see is what you get. Uh, I'm, I, I'm legit. I want to, I want a quick one just because, uh, again, too, since we're doing like this flip flop thing, I want Eminem to play, and maybe you've got him for something else, but I want Eminem to play the, uh, the diner manager who was played by the tall black actor. I want Eminem in that role oh, that's good. as the reverse, just because a lot of his lines were just basically going, you guys <laughs> set down the plate. I like you know, that, yeah. yeah. He's, he's that. kind, of, like kind of an intimidating presence around, only there to shake his head at people. And he's like the sm- kind of like, he's smarter than the idiots. Correct. And the, he's like, these idiots. Yeah. However, Eminem is unavailable because he's playing Gunther on our Friends rappers. <laughs> oh, damn it. God. Okay, that's fair. All right, who plays, uh, who plays Kramer? I have, yeah, yeah. I have. <laughs> this is easy. This is easy to me. Kramer. You have Snoop Dogg. I have Snoop Dogg playing Kramer. <laughs> that's the answer. That's that the, is that's the answer. Got, yeah, that's the answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tall, yeah. lanky, goofy, with a little like <laughs> like <laughs> bizarre confidence. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just, just picturing him like opening the door, walking in, and he's just smoking a blunt. So like any cigar yeah. scene is always a blunt scene now yeah. with Snoop Dogg. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I exactly. like it. And then Snoop Dogg is friends with everybody. That was the great that was the yeah. great thing about Kramer. Kramer was friends with everyone and all these crazy wild different characters. And Snoop Dogg in real life yeah. is friends with everyone. So I, I think Snoop would like be a good fit. Martha Stewart's just hanging out right. in his apartment. Right. right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. She's over for dinner. They're doing dinner. Martha parties. would be Bob Sacramento. Oh, well, and then Snoop can say things like, uh, my friend Method Man eats horse all the time. What's right. the deal? Right. <laughs> yes. What's exactly. the problem? Yeah. So I, I think yeah. that's uh that's a a, a winner. Good work, Travis. What about Elaine? I was thinking about this as we were doing this. Foxy Brown. Oh wow! You, you went Foxy? real Ooh. hard nineties on that. Yeah. Wow. She was that was sassy. Good. I like that. She was confident. Uh, I, for, uh, Foxy, even. <laughs> one might say. One yeah. might. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I, I, I don't. That might not be the best answer, but it's the first answer. Uh huh. And I said it out loud on I, the radio. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna take. Um, there. There were a couple I thought, but um, just because looking back on it now, Julie Louis Dreyfus, if you go back and you watch, and you're like, she, she is so good. And then with the amount of work she's put in uh, since then. Missy Elliott is your Elaine. She's oh, taking wow. that. and That's uh, so weird. That That's the first time in the history of this show that Chris and I are on the exact same page on anything. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely agree 1,000%. I had Missy Elliott as Elaine. At the time, you're kind of like, okay, you know, it's fun. There's some beats to it and everything. And then now you look back. And I don't, what, what what award show did she show up on a few years ago or something? And you're just like, it was the, it was a oh, Super Bowl. It was a Super yeah. Bowl. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And you're just kind of, hey, whatever. <laughs> no, there there was an award that. handed out at yeah, the end. Yeah, there was. Cardinal. I was going to say. Oh, I was saying it to me. Like, oh, no, 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 no. It was a Super Bowl. I gave I out an MVP it. and yeah. a Super Bowl trophy. It, that's what I meant. Yeah. Completely. No, it's, uh, then you look back and you're like, wait a damn minute. Missy Elliott was the genius all along. All Maybe along. she was the... Uh, the top one. So, real, yeah, that, I'm glad we agree, Travis. Real quick to be a TV nerd on you all. How amazing is Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Look at it like this. It's, I mean, there's different perspectives. If she had only, the only thing she ever did was star on the show The New Adventures of Old Christine, in which she won mm-hmm. two Never seen Emmy it. Awards. Never mm-hmm. even seen it. But I'm saying if no. that was the only thing she did, this human would go down as a multi-Emmy Award winning uh, actress. Oh, by the way, she was on Saturday Night Live. And oh, by the way, she was the perhaps the most iconic female character of all time in Elaine. And oh, by the way, won 73 Emmys for Veep, another mm-hmm. iconic show. Well, and you didn't even bring up Coneheads. Wasn't she in Coneheads? Were they the the actual neighbors mo- in Coneheads? Yeah. Mo- uh, was she? Oh, well, it was, she, and then, 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 of course, in, in, vacation. The, in, vaca- in Christmas yeah. Vacation. <laughs> what a, <laughs> what a wild No, no Veep, I, Veep the funny, the crazy thing, and I'm, I'm glad Hoffman brought it up, but Veep, uh, uh, the character as uh, Selena Myers could slowly creep up there as iconic as Elaine. Like I, yeah, think, I think what, so. especially this past season, what she's done with that character and how great she was uh, as Selena Meyer. I, I am with you on that one, Hockman. Yeah. She is, she is going to go down as one of the most iconic comedic sitcom characters of all time. She's our Lucy. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. She's, she's brilliant. That's she's absolutely brilliant. I was so sad to see Veep end. Uh, because this past season was just unfair how hilarious it was. 
I need to see that. And it's actually, I don't know if it's because of all the wizard talk and everything else, but a little bit overshadowed as far as like the series ending, correct? Like yeah. I think so. And but still respected and in six months we'll be we'll all kind of have time to have uh, digested everything and then kind of give it its proper you know salute send off but yeah if you just go back and watch seinfeld even season two and i realize a lot of that is written by the great writers that were part of that just even the the stuff she was bringing up and the things the issues the just get away from the acting like she was just delivering these things that were not the whole show delivered things that were not commonplace at the time mm-hmm. but i think she shines more than anybody when you go back and look at i mean that and then again real quick uh, i say again because i brought this up on the writer's block in late 2016 so mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. the same point i'm gonna the, the, no one remembers the point that's why i'm being mm-hmm. silly here uh <laughs> again uh it was like the single guy starring Jonathan Silverman. He's having dating issues. That's at 7 o'clock. And then, like, at 7.30, like, some other NBC. And then at 8 o'clock, like, Elaine tries to kill the neighbor's dog and won't sleep with the guy because he's not spongeworthy. And then at 8.30, it's uh, the quirky friend. You know, like, like it was, it was a, like, even today, those episodes of Seinfeld would be like, wow, did you see what they are talking about? You're absolutely was, right. And that was in the middle of the single guy with Jonathan Silverman and friends. <laughs> That's so true and such a good point. Travis, we've got three left. Uh, do you want to take the lead okay. on, we'll say, Kramer? Or we said Kramer, sorry. We've got two left then. We've yeah, got, we've got uh, George and Jared. George, George, and George Jared. time. It's George time. Okay. What do we have for George? Well, with George, I went with Buster Rhymes. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's actually really good too. Um, it would have to be... Somebody who, of course, was successful because he is a rapper. Mm-hmm. He's a successful rapper, but he's like clearly a, a goof. Mm-hmm. How about the was it Shock G, the lead singer of Digital Underground? Oh, wow. who wants oh to yes. In a Burger King bathroom. I'm crazy. <laughs> Allow me to amaze thing. Okay, I like that. He's I like just that kinda, call. Yeah, but he's also like the lead singer of Digital Underground, so he's like playing it cool. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm like George sometimes thought he was cool. No, I'm going to throw an okie doke for you. And my, uh, my Jerry answer will uh, tie in with this. I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Sean Puffy Combs. He's always got, he always looks a little bit annoyed. And uh, I think that he pulls that off. And sometimes he maybe thinks he has a little more going on than he does, despite him (laughs) having amounts of uh, success that we're all happy with. But, uh, and then my Jerry will tie into that. So that's mine. All right. I I was, I was wondering, like, since George worked for the Yankees, didn't MC Hammer work for the Oakland Athletics oh, at yes. one point? Of course. So I, yes. could, I could try that's and, a good one. Try and tie that in in a way. I don't, that, that's the only connection I got with that one, though. I like it. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. That, that was very good. Kid and Play, suggested by Seth in the comments for George and Jerry. I'll take that. <laughs> we haven't gave them any love yet. Uh, Travis, you're in New York. You're more important than the rest of us. Uh, Benjamin's been featured in the New York Times for his wedding. But, oh, I uh, went to that. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Were you interviewed? I helped move furniture. <laughs> ah, yes! <laughs> the reporter walks by, and Angela's like, no, 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 not him. Not, <laughs> not him. <laughs> I couldn't find the reporter. I was looking oh, for the no. person. No, just that keying them in. The <laughs> it certainly would have. Oh, 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 my oh, grandma. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Uh, Travis, we'll give you the honors, sir, for Jerry. Uh, for Jerry Seinfeld, I have the great LL Cool J taking oh, on the role of Jerry Seinfeld. Probably the best, uh, I mean, outside of Will Smith, the best uh, hip-hop artist that's an actor. Or am I right on that, you think? Or the most credits outside of a... Yeah, he probably has. Yeah, he probably has. Ice Cube's pretty good. The, yeah, the second most credit. He may have more credits as far as... Shoot, he's been on that NCIS show for a few seasons now, <laughs> so he may have... Uh, Snuck up on Will Smith in regards to number of episodes. However, I think we're we're overlooking somebody mm. who is an amazing actor and a rapper, and plays my Jerry, Marky Mark. Oh <laughs> crap! <laughs> <laughs> well, we know where we're getting right now, don't we? Denman, uh, if you will, a, could you please Jerry Seinfeld a... as played by one Marky Mark. I think it's a fantastic choice, and I, I respect his uh, his actor that he picked. Mm-hmm. I will say this, since I have an audience right now. 
I've you, always wanted what's the deal, man? Why do you always get these bagels up here? And you always come in my room. This is, Snoop, you've come in here. Snoop, you've come in here like three times today. Can you pay for the cheese? Come on, man. I gotta go stop an Asian guy. See you later. George, say hello to my mother. <laughs> hey, Puffy, what are we doing in this apartment all the time? Let's go out. I've got a show tonight. So, Marky Mark, that's it, man. That was a poll. Marky I don't even... Mark, that is outstanding, Hoffman. I love the oh, call. Great man. actor. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> no other. I, I want to say this real quick. Do I get I to got... carry a gun and take my shirt off in this? <laughs> since I've got an audience. And uh, I don't know if anyone remembers this, but I, was I, was, I think literally last night I was telling Angela this. One of my favorite songs, No Irony, is a song by Marky Mark called You Gotta Believe. And it was like his second album. And it, I was the only one that liked it. But I, I swear, if you're listening now and you have access to the internet, mm -hmm. go to a website, youtube.com, and mm -hmm. type in You Gotta Believe Marky Mark. It's you gotta like a, believe. It's like a pump-up song like like i would love to hear it at, at the ball game but mm -hmm. I, i've always thought like unironically like that is his best song uh or at least tied with good vibrations and i've always wanted to tell that to mark Wahlberg. Oh, i would wow. love like yes yeah, oh, i would no. love to oh, tell no. mark like i'm the guy that unironically adores the song you gotta be hey, and you know i'm he right here say, man he was like i thought the same thing man. <laughs> i know you I should have seen me in the studio on that. I took my I, shirt off and everything. I knew it. I knew it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I bet I bet you 10 cents uh -huh. if you asked Mark Wahlberg, is You Gotta Believe underrated, he would say it is underrated. Wow. Now we know. Interesting. Get, Interesting. Check out that song. Okay. You Gotta Believe. I'm, go I'm going. I'm going. Dr. Dre uh, oh, for good. for Seinfeld. Oh, and that's then a good one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah there's a whole thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Mm -hmm. That's not bad. And that's then he can always kind of. And you know, Dre's always look down on Puffy just a little bit. Right? <laughs> oh, that's like, a that's you the thing. I was like, there's a power dynamic there that Dre's like. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're, you're a mogul. I mean, you're. Mogul, I guess, but not, you're not sure. <laughs> like Shug would say, you want to be in the videos dancing? You want to be, what do you say at the, at the 95 Source Awards? Yeah. You want to be all yeah, up in the videos yeah. dancing? Yes. You like Puffy. Oh, my God. That was uh, very intense. Do we have any more Jerry submissions? Tommy, you haven't gotten in on this. You got a Jerry submission? I know Mickey you're bigger Rooney. than 90s hip-hop. Do what? Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. He had a great rap song in 94 that a lot of people don't talk about, mm -hmm. so that's yeah. why Thank it you. counts. You're we welcome. appreciate that. I, Wait, I'm not even trying to be funny here, but Tommy, you weren't even alive during the Seinfeld finale, were you? Yes, I was. It came out uh, on in May. I looked this up while you guys were talking. It came out in May, and I was born in March of 98. Yeah, so take that. So oh, I was wow. like two or three months old. What's your favorite scene? When the finale of Seinfeld aired. Yeah. That's crazy. I've seen the show. So uh, the part where they're in the graveyard looking for the dog. <laughs> cool. That's a really good one. Hockman, uh, what's your favorite episode? Uh, it, it, well, it's two, and it's very, it's very, uh, well, actually, let me try this again. My favorite episode is the one with uh, Eric the Clown and... Uh, <laughs> Remember this? Wait, what? And the episode's called The Fire. And, uh, played by John yes. Favreau. And Jerry's got a great <laughs> line a in there great. where where, he's, where George is trying to explain to him that uh, why he left the party and left all the all the people in the party to burn. Oh, and he goes, yeah. And he goes, he goes, I was leading the way, and it doesn't matter. Any, and then Jerry goes, so you're saying in a, in a modern society, women and children first is an antiquated notion. He's like, yes, yes. And he goes, well, when your girlfriend gets out of the burn center, I'm sure she'll believe you. <laughs> but I, I, that also had, was that? John Favreau was the clown. Right, right, yeah, Eric yeah. the clown. There was another storyline in there that was also one of my favorites. I don't know if you have it at your favorite uh, or not. I'm pulling it um, out. But I, I, it may, and but yeah, so that's my favorite. One. And then, then of course the the um, uh, the golf one where he's like, it's a Titleist. Or, uh, Kramer's a coffee yes. table book. Oh man, the coffee table Kramer book about talks coffee about his table. coffee table book. The marine okay. biologist. Something else. The marine biologist. The marine biologist is, I mean, is probably their best episode. Unbelievable. Uh, that or um, he was angry that or day. the contest. So yeah. those are. I mean, mm -hmm. it's hard to argue against the those con two. the contest. I think is uh, as far as. Like top to bottom, like performances and writing, mm -hmm. I think that may go down as one of the top five sitcom yeah. episodes of all time. Because that one, even throughout the series, 
they do a callback to it even in some of the other. Yes. Movies. Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. Carrie uh, heckles a girl, a girl named oh. Toby, and she oh. gets her foot cut off. That's part it. Of her foot so cut the off. other, the other one that I really like, <laughs> and it's got Dom Herrera. Dom Herrera. And the uh, legend. Yes. And the, now, legend. And, the, and the and the I hate to even bring it up, but like it's it's inappropriate. Like the, there was the Rosa Parks joke where where Jerry is basically mm-hmm. saying like uh, like or someone's like. You went to a heckler's office and heckled them? Uh-huh. Jerry, you're a trailblazer. You're like Rosa Parks for the rest of us. And I remember like, they can't say that, but that's very creative. <laughs> it was. And I don't and that know was if he's so good. And yeah, he was like a prop comic. And that, Ronnie which the like, prop comic. Which he, again, Dom Herrera is just a stone cold killer, like the furthest thing from a hacky prop comic as well like so good yeah. uh i will say i don't know if it's just because it was a later season but whenever kramer reconstructed the merv griffin yes! set like i, I don't know yeah, yeah. It still yeah that's really true. does that far right. the same yeah. show the same yeah. girl. <laughs> that's, you've not seen yeah, that, that, was, that i need to finish dope. the series like i've only it's really good. i've watched like the first two seasons all the way through and then sporadically as i was growing up i saw episodes that yeah. replayed on fox so maybe i should just finish the whole thing mm-hmm. uh we uh we've got fair foul get those in your topic today Ooh, it's a it's a rough one and if you see me posting too many dog pictures you know i'm going through something yeah. fair foul inspirational facebook quotes from people whose lives are falling apart email us wall at we are you got another minute you could win ten dollars to southtown pub uh this is a great topic uh, i gotta tell you guys about st louis pet with pet once St. Louis West, big thanks to Lynette and Nick, their local owners. They care about their animals. They care about yours. yours. Fresh, local ingredients delivered to you for your pets. That's right. Pet once. stlouiswest.com is the website. You can check that out. You can see their family. You can see the care that they put into everything. They're all over the place. We love working with them, and uh, they're a big part of bringing us Dogs on Film with the great Dr. Ed from uh, Hillside Animal Hospital. Dogs on film. Uh-oh. Dogs on film. We're going to do some fair or foul. We're going to read a couple of submissions. But uh, before we do anything, we got uh, hockey tonight. (laughs) What do we need to look out for for you coming up? Always check the Post-Dispatch. Your Twitter is really easy to find you. What do you have coming up, man? Oh, yeah. At Hockman, H-O-C-H-M-A-M. H-O-C-H-M-A-N. That is is how you spell my last name. And, uh, yeah, just just go to the stltoday.com and... You'll see my last name on there. I'm always writing something about something. <laughs> he nailed it. Actually, it's so true. It's so true. Any parting words of wisdom for our uh, our writer in New York? Oh my gosh! I mean, he's. I want wisdom from him. Oh, don't uh, you ever pump mm, him up like oh, that? Damn ever it! Again. No, but I, I, oh, wow. I, I've, I've, I've told him, and this is an amazing situation. That, it is. That, it's that really you cool. You get to do Travis and uh, enjoy the heck out of it. Thank you, my friend. I'm enjoying it and I'm uh, taking it all in. And I have to say that being a New Yorker has been something I've always wanted to be, to be a part of something more important than St. Louis. Uh, And now that I've achieved that, I don't I don't plan on like I may come back from time to time to do a few shows at the pageant. But uh, but I will be sure to, if time allows me, invite you guys backstage. Oh. And I can see you now flying over us, fly over, uh-huh. us, flying over St. Louis. It's gonna be life. something when you come. If back I could fly there. around, it'd be more convenient. <laughs> but sure, fly I'll fly over. I don't want that <laughs> stench of Axe body spray. Yeah, to come I don't up like, and... ee, like ee, excuse me. Uh, all kidding aside, did you guys hear the uh, inflection in Gardner's voice? Whatever he just said, it's gonna be interesting when you come back. You're playing what with fire. Gardner I, uh, set me up for something? Oh, I, I, he's, he's, I'm never scheming, uh, Travis. Ever. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't, don't like drink. That. You just scheme all also, day. I like how you think writing for HBO makes it to where you're going to have shows at the pageant. <laughs> I like how in your head those things go together. He'll host well, in St. Louis, they, they, at St. Louis, they invite anybody to the pageant. And That's since not I'm, true. You know, since I'm, that is very true. I, I guess it in is In fact, true. I believe you they invited Chris and I. You. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So they invite anybody, my friend. And I just want to take this time to remind Travis, he's been on the same show twice as Tucker Carlson has been on. And I just want you to carry that with you really? everywhere you go. <laughs> this is something I didn't know. And this uh, is something I will use. Mm, 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 <laughs> so don't forget that. Uh, let's do some fair or foul. Travis, how do you intro it? Do you give us those uh, velvety pipes of yours? It's time for the people's fair 
was like a sewage pipe, not a velvety pipe. At this defining moment, change has come to America. People often ask me, what's fair or foul? Is it a segment? Is it a movement? Is it hope? I can't say for certain. Time will be a true test of its power. But I can say, fair or foul is now and forever for the people. Gather around the radio with your loved ones and hold on to your butts. It's now time for fair. We give it back to you, the people. Or foul. <laughs> Try that was a, the laughter. I, I, I displayed that laughter last night when I was watching episode five of season two of Barry. If you have not seen it, the episode is called Ronnie Lilly. I've seen oh it. And God. it is... Oh it God. is beyond brilliant. It is oh, it is Cohen Brothers esque. It oh is the God. funniest episode you will see of anything on TV this year. If you haven't seen it, please God catch up on on, on season two of Barry. It is hilarious. It's the best episode of TV I think I've ever seen. Yes, and it's gonna. I mean, I, I remember telling my wife about it because she falls asleep and then I watch the show. I mean, Barry is stupendous, and it's that so good. I use episode, the word brave. Huh? I don't. I use the word brave. Yeah, when I talk about her, brave. Yeah, brave. Mm-hmm. It is it's brave. It's insane. Oh, I just. I don't it, want to comment and, and, and on that. And it's not fair it that gets it's better. It's not too, fair that a guy amazing. like Alec Berg. Yeah, it does. And it's not fair that a guy like Alec Berg can do Silicon Valley and and then do this show and then have done Seinfeld. It's not fair. But the guy's a genius, and him and Bill Hader have a classic on their hands in Barry. It is. Outstanding television. And Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler won yeah. the. Henry Winkler is brilliant. Oh and my we, god. And I'm I, when he says the line about the ledger, I believe it was like, <laughs> "I'll uh, I'll go get my ledger. That I was, book everything off." I, that was honestly the funniest thing I've ever seen. I literally tweeted Alec Berg to tell him. That. I go. It was the funniest thing I ever saw. The funniest line in television history. I, it's insane. I, I want to talk about the episode with the Ronnie Lilly. Like, the, the subtext of, I'll just say, the aesthetics of the people involved was my favorite part about it. And the very yes, light, yes, agree, subtle Chris, nods. Like, Because I would do the same thing. I would, he? Her? Huh. Oh, okay. The setup is just brilliant. The so setup great. is brilliant. The fact that he, he has this guy, you think he's some deadbeat, you know, ex, uh, you know, guy that's, you know, taking care of the, of the ex-wife. And then he just mm-hmm. walks into the next room and there's just wall to wall, Taekwondo accomplishments, medals. It's just brilliant. It's so just, good. You have to watch it. It's just brilliant. And yeah. did I see this right? Then they, was that, was that, they showed the wife in the next episode? And that was her? Yeah. That's my whole point. That was what I'm saying. Like, that was my favorite part. Like, hey, that bro, that dude ain't throwing the stones at her. That was my favorite part. And she's just kind of like, what do you get? You know, whatever. Oh, my God. The press like, conference. Uh, the, the, I can go the on The waitress on that 70s, not that 70s show, but yes. the show from yes. the 70s. Al, was it Alice? Who any, said, just think of any, any, Think of any frumpy yeah. woman you would never she looked Good like times. to eat my grits, lady. Mm-hmm. Guys. Kiss my grits. Uh, we hope Kiss my such grits. A, there you go. We hope, <laughs> we hope after the show you don't have to post anything inspirational to Facebook from uh, what we've caused you. Again, reminders, oh if you share this stream today along uh, with, just make sure you like our page, share the stream. You're entered to win two tickets to The Who this Thursday. Also, tickets available for Mia Jackson this Thursday right up the street, Cranberg Arts Center Studio. That's with Libby Higgins and Sarah Perry. <laughs> A celebration of women in comedy. Marvelous Mrs. Mia. These people, uh, all of them, are already doing very well in comedy. Uh, Mia especially, I just want to highlight. You know how big Tiffany Haddish is? Like, imagine if Tiffany Haddish didn't get the bad reviews for some of her stand-up shows. Look out for Mia Jackson. Wow. That's all I'm saying. Uh, guys, we've got submissions. Travis, you ready? Let's do it. Uh, fair. How else are 16-year-old unpaid interns going to be motivated to become 40-year-old unpaid podcasters when they grow up? <laughs> I'm 21. It's like a real-life before and after picture on the show now. Mm-hmm. Triangle, assassin. Yeah. Take this time to visit midcoast.media to see all of our <laughs> capabilities. I am 21. Uh, and I'm 34. Foul! 
those people are all about appearance, including the one they need to make at the St. Charles Circuit Court for the third time this year. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Motivational Facebookers, everybody. That's from the Black Sheep. Uh, it's just a duel today, people. Hawkman, do you like either one of those? I mean, the first one hit home. It hurt. Yeah. It cut. Do you yeah. like pain or do you like silliness? I'm going with pain. Pain it is. How about uh, Mr. Gardner? Uh, was that Assassin? Assassin was first. I'll go Assassin. Uh, Travis in New York. Sheep of Blackness. I didn't understand that, and it took me seven seconds to process sheep of blackness. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you got, Tommy? I, I also like black sheep. It's not a direct insult. Uh, was that, was that black sheep? Boy. Black sheep wins it. $10 to Southtown Pub. He could use that tonight if he's wanting to watch the game at Southtown Pub. They'll be showing the uh, hockey contest, as I'm sure everywhere in St. Louis will be. Travis, anything before we and let shout you go? Out, your... Shout out to you. Yeah, shout out to a friend of our show. Uh, he recently got engaged to a very young, beautiful, up-and-coming actress, Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> they are getting married. Yeah, Congratulations. Weird. Yeah, friend of the show. Colin They've been Jost. dating for a long time. They've been dating for a couple years. How? He was on the show, so he's a friend. Oh, okay. That's yeah. cool. And yeah, I pro- and I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have his cell phone number. I should text him, huh, Trav? Like, hey, Chris and Travis no, from mm-hmm. three years ago. Inter- mm-hmm. See, he's saying that because he thinks he's going to run into Colin Jost in New York. It's not anything and, else. Do you think Colin's going to remember that you're the guy from the weird text? Yeah, <laughs> Travis. That's what he's worried about. I'm in his head. I know how he thinks. <laughs> he's not doing it he because right, though. He protocol. Right. Yeah. Uh, Gardner, great show today. Tommy, great show today. Benjamin Hockman, at Hockman on Twitter. Amazing appearance, as usual, sir. Guys, follow him. He's going to be going wild, uh, just doing all the uh, blues coverage. Hopefully, we've got a lot more of that yeah. to go. Uh, for everybody here at Midco Studio in Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri, we're back tomorrow on the live stream, video and audio on iTunes. We'll see you, guys. Peace.